WSB's Eric Erickson. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center is active. That guarantees you'll hear breaking news, weather, and traffic alerts immediately during Hannity and during Atlanta's evening news 5 to 7. Depend on it. Live from the Hill, our very own Jamie Dupree with the latest news from D.C. Fascinating developments with our top story over the weekend. The president on CBS said he had no idea Hillary was using a secret email account. This is what he said. Mr. President, when did you first learn that Hillary Clinton used an email system outside the U.S. government for uh, official business while she was Secretary of State? Uh, At the same time, uh, everybody else learned it through news reports. Were you disappointed? Uh, Let me just say that Hillary Hillary is and has been an outstanding public servant. She was a great Secretary of State for All right, so he doesn't answer the question. Now they figured out that, uh uh-oh, uh-oh, oopsie-daisy, the president, in fact, exchanged emails with the Secretary of State Hillary Clinton at her private address. The president, as I think many people expected, did, over the course of Uh his first several years in office, Uh trade emails with his Secretary of State. Uh, I would not describe the number of emails as uh, large, uh, but they did have the occasion to email one another. And... The point that the president was making is not that he didn't know Secretary Clinton's oh. email address. He did. He did. Uh, but uh, he was not aware of the details of um, how that email address and that server had been set up oh. uh, or how Secretary Clinton and her team uh, were planning to comply with the Federal Records Act. Oh, that's what he meant. He didn't say that, Jamie Dupree, now did he? Hey, Sean. Uh, no, today's briefing, uh, while it didn't, it dominated things at the State Department, it did not uh, dominate the White House, but was a big chunk of the briefing today. And as you heard Josh Ernest say, uh, he didn't. He refused to tell reporters how many emails the two exchanged. He did say, as you noted, that uh, the president realized that Hillary Clinton was using a private email. But when pushed today on, OK, when did the White House uh, find out that, that that Hillary Clinton had been using a private email instead of a state.gov email? Uh, he had no answer to that, saying that they, they just didn't know. So, uh, you know, this story, it's, in, it's so interesting how it just keeps advancing in little dribs and drabs. Uh, I see there's some talk that Hillary Clinton herself may speak about it this week. She had an event uh, in your area there up in New York today, but didn't uh, avail herself to any questions of anything or anything about it. And, you know, it's just little things like this when it's the briefings. I mean, I'm sure the Obama people look look around and think, why are we having to deal with this? This should be Hillary Clinton's problems. I got an interesting email the other day from somebody at the White House who, of course, wrote at the top, this is all off the record. Um, if it had been anything really juicy, I would have just said, no, we don't. you don't tell me it's off the record uh, mm-hmm. in an email. But I, I, what was interesting was just how much they're pushing back and pushing back against Republicans. And so even though that the Clinton and Obama teams may not be on the same page, Sean, uh, I get the feeling that they're they're trying to push back as hard as they can against the GOP on this. Well, how is that the GOP? We have a law, do we not? It's called the Records Act. Oh, yeah. You know, they're just uh, th- their argument in, in the, this communication, which was just, oh, you know, uh, look, there's probably Republican lawmakers who are using private email for uh, public business. And my thought was, yeah, that's not really the it's whole It's not a defense here. Yeah. yeah. It's not exactly a, d- a defense of what she's doing here. And uh, what's fascinating about this is they keep digging in deeper, but there's one obvious split here, and that is between, you know, when you listen to David Axelrod and you listen to Robert Gibbs and you listen to Dianne Feinstein this weekend, and then on the Republican side, Daryl Issa saying that she might be criminally liable here. Um, it seems to be getting more serious by the day because everybody in government knows about the Records Act. Well, and I think um, something, too, that I noted to you last week and just speaking to my colleagues up here. The first off, the the first question is, as we chat about it in the Capitol here, that that strikes almost everybody is, okay, 
you must have thought about this ahead of time in, o- in order to establish your own email server. This wasn't done just sort of accidentally. And even in that little clip that you played in the intro of our segment where Hillary Clinton is asked about, you know, does she write things down and says something to the effect of heavens, no, you know, I might be subpoenaed. So it was this all part of a broader effort to make sure that there weren't really records there that uh, inquiring minds, whether it's a Freedom of Information Act request or the Congress could go through. And, you know, uh, there's obviously some quarters of the Democratic Party that aren't exactly thrilled that Hillary Clinton seems to be the default standard bearer for their party for 2016. Well, apparently, and, did you see that O'Malley got a huge uh, ovation and a very warm reception? He seems like he's going to challenge her. And then, we Which might- is sort of interesting coming from around here because O'Malley uh, not only left as governor but watched his replacement get thrashed in the elections and is you know, not seen by a lot of people as a big heavyweight, and yet he's still trying to run for president. Yeah, pretty interesting, right? And the person, I think, to watch, though, is going to be Elizabeth Warren. If she senses blood is in the water, we know that the hard left, Obama-supporting left, really wants her to run and challenge Hillary. And that, according to reports and people and sources that I know inside Clinton's camp, they say that uh, that's the person that they have feared the most. Well, I mean, she seems to be right now the only sort of viable person, don't you think? I mean, it's let's be honest, the Democratic bench is not exactly that strong this year. If Hillary Clinton was not to be the person out front, I mean, Vice President Biden might want to run, but he has his own issues. And then from there, there's not really much name recognition for others other than maybe Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, There's another very big issue, and this follows up on last week's speech by the Prime Minister of Israel, Benjamin Netanyahu, and it looks like Republicans are now beginning to at least put out the idea that maybe they'll actually stand on principle for something, and Republicans in the Senate are now throwing a little sawdust in the gears of Obama's plan to allow Iran to obtain a nuclear weapon. Democrats are outraged. By the way, do you remember John Kerry in the 1980s? When he and his left-wing Senate buddies met with the Sandinistas directly to strategize how to torpedo Reagan's plans to help the Contras. Remember, the rules only apply uh, when you're going mm-hmm. after your opponents. Remember that. Right. So anyway, this uh, only months after being sworn in, that's what John Kerry did. But what the Republicans are doing now, a group of 47 of them have written an open letter to Iran's leaders warning them that any nuclear deal they sign with Obama will not last when he leaves office. And they're right. It won't. Yeah, uh, that that letter is uh, the uh, the Democrats came in in the Senate today. The House is out this week, but uh, the Senate Democratic leadership just uh, gave it a huge thumbs down on the floor. The White House was denouncing it today. Actually, the Iranian government even put out a statement labeling that GOP letter nothing but a propaganda ploy. What was interesting was all the attacks on it on the floor of the Senate took place today from Democrats with Senator Tom Cotton of Arkansas in the chair Mm -hmm. presiding over the Senate. And Cotton's the one who uh, pushed this letter. When he came out in the hallway, reporters rushed over to talk to him, and he simply had no comment for anybody at the time. I don't know if we're going to hear anything from him later today. But the GOP argument, not everybody not every Republican in the Senate signed on to this letter. I think there were seven who did not. But they say that there should be a vote on whatever deal is made between the U.S. and uh, and the Iranian regime. You know, again, as I, I've told you before, we've had a lot of agreements, whether it's been with North Korea or other countries over the years, sort of, you know, about nuclear ambitions and more. I don't recall, and I have done did a little research uh, yesterday just trying to figure it out, I don't recall any of them being voted on before 
So I, I would think that from all indications today, again, at the briefing at the White House, there was no uh, seemingly no give in the White House position that they don't plan to bring anything to the Senate for a formal vote. You know, what's funny about this National Review Online, let me read it to you, because Democrats are acting all outraged. All the Republicans did here is point out that it has come to our attention while observing your nuclear negotiations with our government that you may not fully understand our constitutional system. Anything not approved by Congress is a mere executive agreement. The next president could revoke such an executive agreement with the stroke of a pen, and future Congresses could modify the terms of the agreement at any time. Um, compare that to what National Review said about John Kerry. Quote, only months after he was sworn in, Kerry joined Senator Tom Harkin on an infamous trip to Managua to meet with Comandante Ortega, meaning Daniel Ortega. That was April 1985. The trip, according to a, an article in Policy Review magazine, was arranged by the Institute for Policy Studies, a hard left group. And it was one of several such groups around Kerry back then. The trip, moreover, occurred a few days before a key vote in Congress on a contra-aid bill, which would send $14 million in humanitarian assistance to the anti-communist rebels. So I don't really want to hear lectures from Democrats after that maneuver. What I find up here uh, often, Sean, is uh, uh, one party uh, forgets stuff that they've done before and lashes out the others. It's it's almost sometimes as if the rules only apply for them when they want to. No, but that's yes, true. I don't think it's the first time that we've seen senators of the opposition party insert themselves. I don't remember open letters like this, but then again, we've certainly had people meet with opposition figures in the past. Well, that's absolutely true. Um, but that deal won't last by any stretch. Did you see the the comments by Ted Cruz this weekend? And I thought about this. I guess great minds think alike in the sense, you know, here is Senator Menendez. I've never been his biggest fan, but I really applauded him on his opposition to this Iranian deal. And I think he was also pretty outspoken on the Cuba deal. And uh, I actually I ran into him, interestingly, once when I was in New Jersey at a kids tennis tournament. And I just said hello. It was very friendly. I don't really have he doesn't come on the program or anything, but. The Justice Department is going after Menendez. And, you know, they're now going forward with the criminal corruption charge against them. Have you not read all of the incidents where Harry Reid and the questionable business uh, contacts that he has had throughout the years? Doesn't it seem like this sort of singling out Senator Menendez here? Maybe what I, what, to me, what was most interesting was the leak mm -hmm. on Friday, because that stuff usually doesn't happen and and the leak was that they were readying charges it wasn't that it was going to happen tomorrow or later today or something like that they were readying it and that just seemed to me to be a um, an interesting way of doing it uh, the, sort of this hallway speculation and it's just pure speculation by us sort of here trying to game it out and figure out what was going on was maybe an effort to try to put public pressure on him to either Agree to some kind of plea bargainers. You know, again, we're just sort of throwing right, here things was off my walls. Because I'm no, I'm agreeing with your analysis. You, you, the leak was important because obviously, who benefits from the leak? Well, the Department of Justice. This doesn't yeah, help Menendez in any way. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, what do you think of this theory? Do you think maybe a message was sent to other lawmakers? If you act like this, you step out of line. Well, we may have a little something on you too. You know, the only thing I would say to that is that while Menendez has been very critical of the administration in talking about more sanctions on Iran and, and critical of them on Cuba, he has not he's refused to take the next step, which has been to join with Republicans to legislatively rebuke the president and the White House. Mm -hmm. So 
Yeah, I, uh, that, that question was posed today to the White House spokesman, Josh Earnest, and he denied that there was any link. But certainly, I think a lot of people, they know that hardball can be played up here, whether that's in this case, uh, it's anybody's guess. By the way, you're right about Hillary Clinton. Politico just put this up, that she is likely to hold a press conference in New York in the next couple of days to answer wow. questions from reporters, according to those people close to the front runner. That means that the damage is so deep that they feel they really need to start getting out in front of well, us. Well, I mean, just look at where it's gone. I, I mean, I judge it, too, by speaking to the radio stations that I work for directly in covering yeah. D.C., and I've noted the intense interest. And as we talked about last week, it hasn't been some you know, far-flung blog that uh, just is found somewhere. It's been major news organizations hammering on it for days. And, you know, as with anything, Sean, if you leave things unanswered, uh, the story gets away from you. Yeah, well, I mean, even their buddy Lanny Davis, I'm sure he advised here because this is right out of Lanny's playbook. <laughs> yes, tell the is. truth, tell it all, tell it yourself, tell it early, you know, something to that effect. You wrote a book like that. And that's always an advice, but I think this is spinning out of control. And as I started the program today, the reason why people need to pay attention to this, she may not be their nominee. She may not make it. There's you too much happening You can't rule anything in or anything out. You're absolutely right. Yeah, and I but think, I guess I would always say, when I think about the Clintons, how many times have I heard people count right. them out, and then they come back? Do you ever think that you could have sex in the White House as president, intern, lie under oath, and get away with it? Uh, you know, I look back on so many instances with the president and with Hillary Clinton and think that they are able to survive more than most people. I mean, that's why I've always urged people, if you, you can count them out if you want, but they'll probably come back. You just never know. I guess don't ever underestimate um, the nature of the American people's ability yeah. to forgive. All right. Jamie Dupree in Washington. Uh, appreciate it, as always. You, Thank Sean. you, sir. Hey, if you're in business and you're a small business owner, whatever business you happen to be in, get this. Right now, our friends at Vistaprint.com, they will give you 500 business cards for only $9.99 just by entering my promo code Hannity when you check out. $9.99, 500 business cards, Vistaprint.com. Now, they make it simple and easy to create a card that's right for you. They've got a ton of industry-specific designs. And you add your info, and you're on your way. Their cards are great quality. It's simple to design and more affordable than ever. As a matter of fact, everybody here on the Hannity team is getting their own business cards. I mean, you can't. How could you go wrong? I mean, it's fantastic. And if you want a different card or a different quality, you can upgrade to their signature stock, and you can add brilliant finishes like metallic or spot gloss. Or if you want raised print, they have so many customization options. You can create the card that's right for you. And even if you're not in the market for a business card, Vistaprint.com offers tons of products for your home and office. Marketing materials, custom flyers, postcards, banners, they got it all. And all their products are absolutely guaranteed. If you're not happy, Vistaprint will make it right for you. Now, with 500 business cards on sale for $9.99, there's never been a better time to professionally promote your business. Go to Vistaprint.com. Use the promo code Hannity to get this offer. Vistaprint.com. It's a gas that won't go on any other radio shows, and he does it every single day. This is the Sean Hannity Show. News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB.